0: On today's episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're talking cults. We're discussing destructive cults, doomsday cults, polygamous cults. You name it, we're talking about it. Drink the Kool-Aid and indoctrinate yourself into the Tell Me What You Know cult by listening to all our very smart and very correct opinions.
1: And then, ka-ching, ka-ching, we're talking... (laughs) aka money moolah cheddar or smackers this stuff makes the world go around what might be worth 20 cents in the dollar could be worth hundred million billion pango in hungary the first currency started in china and was made out of small replica tools russia also got into the currency trend by using squirrel pelts i'm sure it was fun making change by chopping off a paw or an ear in our modern day we've moved on to digital coins and i'm here to offer you a new one called tell me what you know
0: What's up, everybody? Today is Thursday, May 14th. This is episode four of season three of Tell Me What You Know. Season two, not season three. Don't Welcome to season you know. two. <laughs> yeah. We're already on
1: to season three.
0: Uh, get me to season three already. I believe we've crossed the uh, the official two-month threshold for quarantine at home.
1: Two months, yeah. Yeah. I think most people have been at home like almost three months. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just mean the official, official date, I believe, was around yeah. like March 12th or something.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, you know, I really don't believe in time travel, uh-huh. because this would be a great time for somebody to come back and just, you know, get rid of this virus before it spread everywhere.
0: Yeah, well, you've seen those Saved memes. Us all of you've seen those memes where like a time traveler comes back and just, there's like, "Hey, I'm from the year 2022 or whatever. Uh, What's going on?" It's like, "Oh, we're in the middle of the coronavirus." Like, "Oh yeah, what year are you in?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's pretty it's good. Like,
0: uh, what, How what? long does this go for? Excuse it? me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this goes on for a long time. Yeah, now you're going to be in it for a while. Yeah. No, I don't believe it. it, it, it it's a real thing. People, now you think people somebody would come back? People would come back, go to a, a meat shop in China, and just kill that person who ate that bat, and just save the That's soul. not
0: what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it escaped from a lab.
1: <laughs> I was also watching Deep Impact, that uh, mm. movie about the comet that hits the earth. Correct. <laughs> so unrealistic. Now looking at, like, like, they had Morgan Freeman up as the president telling everybody this super science-y form of, you know, the, why is this comet coming? Right. And here's our plan we've been working on for a year. We've got caves being built. We've got astronauts. Now let's go over to NASA so we can meet our astronauts. Yeah. No way are we that prepared. No, no way. No, no no Not a chance. Not a chance.
0: We got people say, I didn't realize you could be asymptomatic <laughs> and catch this disease.
1: <laughs> exactly. So oh, by the stupid. way, the CDC
0: is right next to my office, but <laughs> didn't quite know that. Yeah. Well. Anyway, let's uh, let's let's hear about today's topics and get into it. Sounds great, Michael. Tell me what you know about cults. Ooh,
1: I love this topic because I'm fascinated by the idea of cults. Why people join them? Yeah. Why they get so duped? Um. What are they looking for in their life that they need to fill with whatever this crazy person's selling them? Uh. You know, I don't really know too much about them. I think you could say some religions are cults. I don't really know where the the boundary becomes where you go from, uh, hey, this is a cult to now a religion.
0: Yeah, well, I think so that's it's an interesting boundary. Yeah, that's an interesting point because I think w- what I found is that at least from a scholar like a scholarly standpoint, the word cult stopped being used in the 1970s, and they used new religion. New religion because cult has this. It's like an ad hominem attack. It's like, oh, it's some. It's a. It's a religion I don't agree with, basically mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the most part. Not always, but especially by like the, the layman when they use it, they're like, oh, it's a cult. Like it's it's a pejorative term for something that I don't I don't agree with, like the mandates and the doctrines of something else. Basically. Right,
1: and it kind of it has a um, inherent value or inherent meaning that uh, I think that's insane. Correct. Like, those people are crazy. Yeah, yeah.
0: That is c- polar opposite from anything that I think would be. F- even close to sane, yeah. basically. Yeah. In a
1: similar way, like I like I like it when movies, especially indie movies, get like a cult following. They yes. get, you know, like it's typically It's a bad. cult classic. Yeah, it's a cult classic. Right.
0: The yeah. room. Freddie got fingered. Right. We are recording, right? Yes. I just saw you look at the thing. Okay. I just making sure. <laughs> I, just to make sure. <laughs> I guess you would have said something if we weren't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the, where does the word come from? Let's take a little, oh yeah, little look at it, right? the The term "cult" first appeared in English in the early 1600s. is derived from the French word "culte." <laughs> There's an e on the end. I think it's silent. Culte, in French. culte, uh, meaning worship, which was derived from the Latin word "cultus," meaning culture, or meaning care, cultivation, worship. Okay. Obviously, right? Uh, the word does have negative connotations because it's often used to describe a group that you don't agree with, right? It's that ad hominem attack. In the 1970s, as I mentioned, scholars abandoned the term cult, started calling it new religion, and new religions would basically be a catch-all term for groups that didn't easily fit under a church or sect label, right? Okay. So the new religion movement, uh, these new religions can either be completely new, or they can be, uh, so they're separate from pre-existing denominations, or they can be partially linked to a wider religion, but they're novel in their approach to it, Mm -hmm. right? There's tens of thousands of these worldwide Most of them don't have more than like a handful of members. Very few have more than a million members. Okay. So they're pretty small. Yeah. Uh, None of them make up the largest religious group in any country, but a lot of, there are examples I believe of like different like movements within those that have become more mainstream.
1: Okay. That kind of thing. Yeah. That makes sense.
0: So the, uh, the scholarly Wikipedia article I read broke them into (laughs) subcategories So you have destructive cults, doomsday cults, political cults, polygamous cults, racist cults, and terrorist cults.
1: So it seems like all these, they, they kind of use whatever fears people have and whatever the structures people have created to like maintain or like, you know, quash those fears. Yeah. Quash them. (laughs) Got
0: to keep them down. (laughs) And, uh, destructive cults was the first one on the list. And it seems like a lot of these could also fit into destructive cults. So it's like the whole, as we say before, a, uh, is a rectangle, rectangle is not a square, right? Right, right, right.
1: (laughs) What does it mean? What do do they mean by destructive cults? So
0: destructive cults are groups whose members have deliberately injured or killed other members or other people. Okay. Right. So their whole thing is they use, they they could cause physical injury or harm to other people. Hmm. You see like the Manson family, stuff like that. Right. Okay. Uh, usually, there's an emphasis for money making as like the main characteristic of the decisive, of the destructive cult. Well, in this, it com- almost sounds
1: call it like almost a gang in this way. Yeah, you know, I mean, like if you've got like a gang and initiation requires you to like beat somebody up or kill somebody, even. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they would include like are the Crips and the Bloods like cults?
0: I don't, I don't know, know because I don't know that they have like. I don't know a religious type view to them, like where it's like... Uh, they certainly have like money, a money and power making. type thing and land, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it could be. I don't huh. know. I don't know. Um, there's a sociopathic syndrome among the cult members and leaders, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, sexual abuse is often prolific. Uh, they often advise their members not to seek regular medical care. got to so, stay inside the cult. Destructive, right? Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. don't want to... Any outside like anything that's going to factor from the outside is going to potentially brainwash them in the in the wrong direction from where, where the cult it, wants them to go. It could out.
1: draw them outside of the, cult, out of the group. Yes. Yeah. So
0: then you have doomsday cults. Mm-hmm. They believe in the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It is coming. Yeah. <laughs> these <laughs> ones are my favorite.
1: <laughs> oh, these are so much fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's so interesting to know how everyone's thinking the world's going to end.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and the, these are all, these are the ones that I feel like are portrayed in movies a lot. Like uh, Dude, Where's My Car? You got the people that are looking for Zoltan. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, in Parks and Rec as well, there was uh they were hailing. I think it was Zorp was the guy. That okay. It for <laughs> I
1: didn't watch that show as closely. Yeah. But.
0: Uh, so they believe in the apocalypse. Um, Their group said either predict disasters or plan to bring about the disaster.
1: Mm-hmm. The hail, hail Bob, hail,
0: hail Bob comet, or, hail Bob. Yep. Yeah. That's a comet though. That we'll talk about that at the end. That's the last group we're going to talk. Okay. About, actually, Heaven's that's, Gate.
1: That's like the first one that I ever, being young and like. Seeing that on the TV, seeing like that story, I was like, whoa, these cults are crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, for doomsday cults, like one example was the seekers. It was a UFO religion. There was a study done. They had a prophecy that the world was going to end, aliens, that kind of thing. There was a study done, uh, on members, but both before and after the prophecy, obviously the prophecy turned out to be incorrect and there lots of disillusionment afterwards. Right. 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 Um, people, you you were, you asked earlier, like why people join these kind of things. Uh, what I – like cults in general, I found that often members, they turn to like a cataclysmic or, or whatever uh, <clears throat> worldview after f- like failing to find meaning in mainstream. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of outcasts, I guess. or so they don't – they don't they, don't, they have, haven't found their niche. They
1: it's have so an they emptiness. Turn. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, now you can just
0: go on a message board and find people like you, though. Yeah, that's true.
1: Online just cults. Google people like 4chan's me. a
0: cult, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people
1: get – I think it all depends on how you kind of confine your You're world, indoctrinated. To, yeah, yeah. It's, there's certainly an indoctr- indoctrination, even if it's not controlled by a single person or yeah, or maintained in like a rule book or something. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah. Um, political cults. So oh,
1: real quick on that one. Yeah. Did you ever read this Chuck Palahniuk novel? Um, it wasn't Choke, the one where the guy keeps going around and choking himself on food so, at restaurants and then suing them and like just no. getting money out of them. There was another one. I'm forgetting the name of it, but the Premise of the book is that he's he hijacks a plane, gets everybody off of it, and then is flying it and he's recording his story to the black box during like so it's a suicide. He's going to fly it till the in, till the fuel runs out uh-huh. and crashes, but he's he was a part of a cult and he, he left the cult, not le- not he he left the community. Okay. And then there was supposed to be like a message that he was supposed to receive to kill himself yeah. with everybody else, but he, he didn't get the message. <laughs> so Sorry, everybody else killed themselves. Yeah. And he's just stuck being the last member of this cult. He missed the he missed the message. Huh.
0: What's, do you know what it's called? I, I'll look it I'll up. I'll look it I'll up. Look yeah. it up. Um, so then you got political cults. Obviously, their primary interest is political action ideology.
1: Okay. I didn't realize they, they would put politics inside of this cult. Yeah.
0: Um, Typically, they're on the fringes, right? Either far left or far right. Mm-hmm. Um, the followers of Ayn Rand, the author. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they're called the Collective. Um, so basically, the book is called Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Okay. Nineteen
1: ninety nine, it came out.
0: Very good. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you like, if you like Chuck Palahniuk, you'll like that.
0: Yeah followers of Ayn Rand. They were called the collective, although they advocated for individualist philosophy. Some experts claim they were organized to like a Leninist organization. Um, so that's more of a political, political type cult, right? Then Mm -hmm. you have polygamist cults.
1: Everyone sees the desire here. Sex havers.
0: (laughs) Uh, there's estimated to be about 50,000 members of polygamist cults in North America. Wow. Uh, it's most often it's polygyny. Which is where the man has several wives, multiple wives, not Mm -hmm. the other way around. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I wonder if there are anywhere the woman has multiple guys. I bet there probably are few. Maybe. Did you see that there was a girl out in L.A. who got, she's now in prison, but she was (laughs) Illyrium or Excelsior or something. It was some weird cult Mm -hmm. in L.A. that was kind of like, um, they would lure girls in with like acting classes and this girl who was sort of like the lead um recruiter was working with this guy who was the i guess the ringmaster yeah and um
0: well there's one actress from something who is in a, is in a cult in la apparently maybe we're thinking i of can this. can't remember what she was on like one tree hill or some bullshit like that i think i think, I think
1: we might be thinking of the same yeah, yeah, woman yeah. same girl yeah yeah she now has you know seen the light and yeah. is mad like repents her behavior.
0: Usually jail will do that to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what it's designed to do. Um, in
0: 1890, the president of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Wilford Woodruff, uh, he wrote a manifesto announcing that the church had ended performing new plural marriages. So this led to a lot of anti-Mormon sentiment decreasing as well as opposition for Utah becoming a state that, that waned as well. So like Utah got on the right track again, some groups broke off. They found out that they were they were still having multiple marriages, that kind of thing. So they How had can to write, give that up. They wrote a second <laughs> manifesto, uh, which basically said we're we're done with this. We're not going to do this anymore. That caused a bunch of splinter groups to break off. Uh, so now there's like, the, for example, the Church of Jesus Christ Restored in Chatsworth, Ohio, or sorry, Chatsworth, Ontario. Uh, they're a polygamous cult nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have racist cults. Do you think no. you could pinpoint the
1: time when Mormons became not a cult? And I mean, I guess around this time is what you're saying. Like when they became more yeah, mainstream, less polygamy, basically you can't beat them.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Not join yeah. them, but just kind of give them a state. Just keep it inside these <laughs> <laughs> this little state here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, yeah, I guess once they dropped the polygamy, that's when they, they stopped being a cult. Hmm. Right. I think so. but aren't they still polygamous in Utah? Like don't they have more,
1: more than one wife? I don't
0: th- I don't think the Church of Latter-day like the Mer- the Mormon Church itself does. But I, I could be okay. wrong. But I think like maybe like these different offshoots French from society, it. Like okay. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong about that though. Um racist cults, KKK. Mm-hmm. Uh you have like Aryan cults in Germany and Austria which led to Nazism, that kind of thing. And then like modern day white power skinhead type groups, they use the same kind of recruitment tactics. Uh, as destructive cults to get in get new members in and that kind of thing mm-hmm.
1: right that 's funny i just, i didn 't classify them in my head as cults i think i I more had more doomsday thing as like mm-hmm. what I would consider a cult like yeah. some religion, like how the world began or those are the most something. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, uh then you have terrorist cults al qaeda Islamic state, that kind of thing, right Osama bin Laden 's been referred to as, as a destructive cult leader by many experts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, he was compared to other cult leaders like Jim Jones, which we'll talk about a little later on. And in this comparison of, of of Bin Laden, Jim Jones, and several others, they all had in common. They fit at least eight out of nine criteria for narcissistic personality disorders. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, one expert wrote, Al-Qaeda fits all the official definitions of a cult and it, it, it indoctrinates its members. It forms a closed totalitarian society, has a self-appointed messianic charismatic leader, and it believes that the ends justify the means. Right? Yep. Yep. And then the Islamic State. One thing that was kind of different about them is they actually want to create a state, an actual physical region, mm-hmm. right, territory that's governed by its leadership, Sharia law, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Sharia law, where they brainwash and command male subjects to go and commit suicide, basically suicide missions for the betterment of for the, the
1: yeah, yeah the cause or whatever. Right. Yeah.
0: Because I think they're, they they want to bring on th- their view of like the apocalypse, the end time times war, where all of their enemies, basically anybody who's not on their side, is annihilated.
1: Right. Yeah, it seems like all these, these people are still... They kind of wrap up the doomsday, but they want to like do the doomsday. Right. Yeah, that's not good.
0: Which makes them kind of a destructive cult as well, obviously. Right. So that's right. why I said a destructive and doomsday maybe are like one and two, and then everything else falls underneath it.
1: Right, almost. they're all kind of destructive. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: so let's talk about five American cults. Okay. The People's Temple. You know anything about the People's Temple? No. This is from 1955 to 1978. You will know this one. You probably just don't know it by name, but this is a Jim Jones. Okay. He founded the temple in Indiana... It was slated as a progressive organization, advocated for civil rights. They wanted to help out the mentally ill and the uh, and the, the elderly and all that kind of stuff. So they made homes for these people, that kind of thing. Jones wanted to create an egalitarian utopian community. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was in Indiana. An article came out in Esquire magazine in 1964, 1965 uh, that said, uh, "It's called Eureka. That's a great place to like escape nuclear fallout." So. <laughs> <laughs> there were this. The author listed nine places in the world that would be safest from a nuclear holocaust. Basically, mm-hmm. there was only one in the United States and it was in Redwood, California. Okay, right. Hmm. The other, there's only three, I think, in the northern hemisphere. It was Guadalajara, California, and then it was Cork, Ireland. Hmm. The rest were in like and Chile and Mendoza and Melbourne, Christchurch, New Zealand, just places that are super remote, I guess. Right? Yeah, I guess so. So he's like, you know what. Uh, In case there's a nuclear Holocaust, we're going to go to Redwood. So we moved everybody to Redwood, California. Um, Because of its cultness, it started getting a lot of scrutiny from the the U.S. government. So they leased land in in Guyana in South America, and they set up a commune down there. It was an agricultural commune. So we flew all the members down there. The commune grew to about 900 people but a few disillusioned members started leaking to the U S government that it was like an armed compound. And they were doing these like practices for mass suicide and all this kind of stuff. And so <clears throat> Congressman Leo Ryan traveled down the, the commune called Jonestown, obviously traveled down to Jonestown to investigate. He took some journalists with him. And, uh, when they were leaving, they had a few defectors leaving with them and they were gunned down, uh, and, and killed by the, by the group. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't yep. think I knew that. Uh, and so after that, uh, Jones instructed his whole community uh to drink the Kool-Aid laced with cyanide.
1: all killed each other. They
0: all killed themselves. Yeah. 909 dead bodies just in this commune. And then uh Jones shot himself in the head and killed himself.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, I need to read more about that. Yeah.
0: So that's the the People's Temple. Wow.
1: It's interesting. I feel did, do you did do you think a through line here is that they all start with some kind of um you know they start with some good cause right so like you be egalitarian utopian yeah. uh, share everyone what's mine is yours please come and then and then they sort of go down this rabbit hole that gets darker and darker
0: for think? sure and they well the more power they get the more corrupted they become and then they hmm. start seeing these people who are like oh this guy came up with all of this it's like these aren't really that groundbreaking ideas i don't think right 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 hmm. i don't know yeah <clears throat> somehow they must have like super they're obviously very charismatic. They have very good persuasion skills. That kind yeah, of stuff.
1: Yeah, but um, it would seem like you'd have to kind of you couldn't start with the bad stuff. You'd have to start with the see that boy over there. We fed that boy.
0: That's right. Now he's going to grow up. He's going to be good. See, we're doing good stuff. Now you're going to be my wife. Now yeah. so is your so is your sister.
1: Right. It just goes down some <laughs> yeah. weird holes.
0: Um, the next group, the Branch Davidians.
1: Mm, I've heard of them, but I don't know much about them.
0: Started in 1955, ended in 1993. Uh, so although they've been at, they were active for several decades before, the 1993 standoff in Waco, Texas mm-hmm. is what they're most famous for, right? Mm-hmm. So David Koresh, who was the leader at the time, he believed himself to be the Messiah. He claimed that all women were his spiritual wives, even those that were already married. Those not. were his. They were his spiritual wives, right? Yep. Uh, the Branch Davidians also believed that the apocalypse was imminent. And so in 1993, they locked themselves into their compound. The DEA raided the compound because they believed they were starting to stash weapons and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it started as a shootout, but it ended up being a 51-day standoff between the Branch Davidians and the FBI. Uh, it only ended because they had brought in tanks, like rammed it. Right? <laughs> and there was tear gas everywhere. A fire started, killed more than 80 people. Mm-hmm. So that was the Branch.
1: Davidians. I know that, like a bunch of law enforcement, that's their biggest fear is like another Waco. Right. I remember that going on, but I was I was kind of like too young to really know what was going that on. Was we were five. Yeah. 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 I was just more cared about the '93. Bulls, sons.
0: That's right. Yeah. Series. Yeah. I just wanted to watch Rugrats. Yeah. Barney. <laughs> I don't think they did a Barney episode on the Waco stuff. <laughs> um, How to talk to your kids about Waco. Yeah. <laughs> Next group we have are the Sullivanians. Hmm. Sullivanians? Sullivanians. They worship the sun? No, there's Su- Sullivan Institute. <laughs> 1957 to 1991, you had Saul Newton and his wife. They started the Sullivan Institute in 1957, the goal was to create a viable alternative to the nuclear family, which they saw as the root of all social anxiety. Hmm. It's like the, you know, the mother, the father, and the, whatever and the siblings, siblings you have. See, right? yeah. So they had a compound, in the upper West side of Manhattan. They had like three buildings uh, and it served as both a, a therapy center and a polyamorous commune. Mm-hmm. Uh, Newton had zero therapy training. There was not like, there weren't anybody there where there were like actual therapists. They weren't <laughs> licensed or anything like that. Um, but members and therapists, they slept with each other regularly. There was all an open relationship with everybody in the community. Uh, they were forbidden from having exclusive relationships and any children that were born were sent away to caretakers or boarding schools and had like little contact with their parents. Kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know if they were brought back in at a certain age yeah. or if they were like, we only want to keep this community This size. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, They grew to about 500 members. And then after the Three Mile Island nuclear disaster, they merged with a progressive theater collection (laughs) called The Fourth Wall and moved down to Orlando, Florida.
1: (laughs) I love that name, The Fourth Wall. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure what the reason was, but numbers started to wane. Maybe they just, they didn't let the kids back in or something. Yeah. Uh, Eventually,
1: it's going to die out if you can't add new members.
0: So Newton died in 1991 and the Sullivan Institute kind of died with it. Next up, you got one that's still going on currently. Mm. It's called Children of God. It's changed names. In 2004, it was changed to the Family International. <laughs> it's a communist Christian offsuit uh, founded in 1968 in California by David Moses Berg. He was super concerned with the moral decay of American society, which is kind of uh, ironic because the way he would get new members to join his group is he would send young women out to bang them and then like bring them in. <laughs> So he's like, the moral decay in America is terrible. Join my cult by having sex with this lady here. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Excellent recruitment. They tactic. called it flirty,
0: flirty fishing. Flirty fishing. Yeah. Um, they, the group opposed pedophilia laws. Having sex with children wasn't just permitted. It was considered a divine right. Hmm. Now that's not the case anymore, according to the <laughs> Family International. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, pedophilia is no longer allowed, which obviously is a great thing. But yeah. this group seems kind of crazy. Uh, interesting. Joaquin Phoenix and Rose McGowan were both born into this cult. Oh, really? And they've since obviously left, and they've spoken out against it and all that kind of stuff. Huh.
1: Well, I mean, Joaquin <clears throat> wanted to have his... He wanted a nice different name, didn't he? Like River? That was his brother. He, he wanted, wanted to be Leaf?
0: No. Yeah, he wanted to be Leaf or something. Yeah. Or he had a brother named Leaf. He wanted to be... Uh, I can't remember what it was. That was back in the aliases and stage aliases names. Aliases and stage names. episode. Oh
1: yeah. I yeah. didn't realize and, and Rose McGowan, Rose McGowan. Hmm. Yeah. California I think does have a proclivity to Colts just because of this like newness, go West.
0: Yeah. One thing I didn't see was it. like, uh, I didn't read much, but I always assumed there was just tons of drug use involved. Hmm.
1: Like psychedelics yeah. and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah.
0: But you didn't read much about it. No. Hmm. Didn't read much of anything. But I definitely didn't read much of that. <laughs> <laughs> the last one we're going to talk about heaven's gate. Yep. Yeah. Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Nettles uh, in San Diego 1972. It was founded based on the premise that aliens were going to escort their members via spacecraft to the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. There was a
1: spacecraft behind Hale-Bopp Comet, right? Yeah.
0: So they made headlines in 1975. They convinced 20 new followers to give up all their possessions, cut ties to their family, and just disappear. Walter Cronkite said... It's a mystery whether they've been taken on a so-called trip to eternity or simply taken. <laughs> Turns out they were just hiding underground, anywhere from like Rhode Island to Oklahoma. I think they were like, yeah, they like use them as a, like they're like, yeah, we're sending these twenty off, right? But they were just hiding, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in 1997, there was a group. Uh, it was like a mass suicide. Uh, it was going to coincide with the Hale Bopp comet. They believed that the comet was going to be, you know, uh, concealing the spacecraft that was going to take them to the afterlife. Mm-hmm. So they downed a cocktail of applesauce with alcohol and phenobarbital, some kind of uh, sedative, right? Yeah. yeah. And they mixed it all together. They covered the heads with plastic bags, and they died. Uh, they found out that nine of the 18 men afterwards, that were they were surgically castrated because celibacy was mandatory. Oh. Yeah.
1: That's a bad rule.
0: Right. It, but even Applewhite, the leader, castrated. Really? Yeah. Say, so, hey, you know what? Props to him. Practice hey. what you preach.
1: Yeah. I thought it would be like everybody else needs to cast right. through themselves, so I know I'm the only one having right. sex with everybody.
0: Yep. Nope. Yeah. Uh, and there was a video that was, show- that was showed of members beforehand where they're like super excited and ready to move on to the next level, f- as they said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> There's a new comment coming that supposedly you could see with, with the naked eye. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if, if a cult is out there right now thinking. Should we join one? Maybe we should, maybe we should start one. Start
0: one. Start yeah. a cult.
1: <laughs> maybe start a, some, tell me what you know, Colt.
0: Yeah. It's called, tell me what you know. <laughs> yes. I'm, can you see my brain working right now? Yeah,
1: oh yeah. I mean, your eyes are just going in a thousand different directions <laughs> right now.
0: Um, so then, I mean, that's, that's essentially what I have for Colts. Uh, I find them super interesting, especially when, have you seen like wild, wild country on Netflix or anything I, like that? I
1: haven't watched it, but yeah. I know I, it's on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, it always gets super weird. So you got to be in the right mindset to watch one of those things. Yeah. Um, I, I did like the heaven's gate thing. I liked how they all had to buy new Nikes. That's have, one thing I they definitely remember. and
0: Nikes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and like the FBI released the footage of like walking through the house, mm-hmm. with the bodies covered and this, all these new Nikes. You had to have thought that like Phil Knight would have just been like, uh, <laughs> we've not sanctioned. Would um, uh.
0: Those look like knockoffs. Yeah, not ours. See, it says Mike on them, actually. (laughs) I don't want to be like Mike.
1: Um, Yeah, that's a good topic. Yeah, it's Colts. Yeah. Michael, one thing I learned this week is that uh, the coronavirus is starting to affect our AI and machine learning models because people's behavior has changed so much. Really? Uh, And the AI and the machine learning models were trained off of normal behavior. So now... When people are like going to to buy something, like Amazon uses AI to tell you what like you'd be interested in buying. Yeah, all the models are screwed up.
0: Yeah, I bet. So now because it's, it's, it's toilet paper.
1: Yeah, before it was like like uh, chargers, like phone chargers yeah. was like a high selling item. Now it's like I'm trying to buy a fifty pack of face masks. Yeah, and the AI is just like, what is going on? So like, and it kind of like pervades everything. So like fraud detection and all these different things are completely all messed up because we right. don't know like. This looked like odd behavior before, but now That's probably why
0: I had a false charge at a a, uh, Chipotle in Newport Beach, California during a lockdown.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: It's like, hey, you think I'm in Newport Beach? I live in Virginia. Yeah. I've been in the East Coast for forever. But you think that during a national lockdown, I'm at a Chipotle in Newport Beach? Well, so in
1: this article I read about this, they said that their fraud detection hadn't been affected that much. Mm. The AI was, yeah, it was kind of fixing some things okay. because people went, went from buying like they, they weren't buying big items like big tv purchases now they're buying like big like home gardening things and people right. are like what this looks weird but like yeah the, the location part of that was odd because yeah. of, because of what you're saying like yeah. the lockdown like also what are you doing in california and what you didn't have a flight to california right. I, I think the ai looks at stuff like that like oh there's the the travel even if you didn't you know notify them right uh yeah i'll be traveling but yeah um, so people are are starting to think that they need to start modeling weird like events. So like, a, what does a great depression look like? Yeah. Possibly. Well, I think and we need to train under that.
0: that. Yeah. Because when the robots eventually come, we know how to defeat them now. You just do the opposite of everything they've expected you to do that thus far. Exactly. You start sleeping it during the day, you wake up at, you become nocturnal and then you start ordering tons of face masks. That's right. Kind of going off that this isn't mine, but going off of that, did you see that uh that Congress or the Senate just uh signed back in basically the Patriot Act where they can look at your browser history without any warrants now
1: dude, I swear and people- you know and you know what
0: happened is that like eight people didn't show up to vote it would have and it was it, it one it passed by one vote no Bernie Sanders but he
1: wasn't there to vote on it apparently he, I, the the privacy aspect of this I know people are like I don't care follow me trace me whatever I need to do it's to bad. finish this that this is a very very bad slippery slope yeah all of a sudden we're going to be China and we didn't want to be China yeah yeah I I know I, it all comes with a co- with a price and yeah. once you give up that that power there, you're never getting it back yeah you're never taking that back very very dangerous anyway that was fun yeah.
0: but the one thing I learned this week this is more fun I think is that uh, geography is pretty trippy. There's a lot of anomalies out there. I found out that if you... There's, all right, there's one city in the United States, if you drive due south, you'll end up in Canada. Do you know what city that is?
1: Something in Alaska?
0: In the con- continental United States. Yeah, it's probably Alaska, but it's in the continental United Maine, States. Maine, somewhere in Maine? Detroit. What? You'll end up in Windsor, Ontario. If you go due south. Due south out of Detroit,
1: yeah. So like what, it's a curve back in? and Yeah,
0: it kind of comes in. Like the mitten goes like this a little bit, right? Uh And then so it's like here, and there's like this little part that juts in. Huh. You go due south. I also found out that the state of Michigan is further west than all of South America, which is kind of crazy. And Detroit is east of Atlanta.
1: Yes. It's on eastern time.
0: (laughs) Right. Reno, Nevada is west of LA.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's weird. Yeah, looking at those maps, they're they're way more distorted than you think. Yeah,
0: and the southernmost capital in South America, you want to guess?
1: Southernmost capital in South America, um, Montevideo.
0: Yeah, it is. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of kind of odd because you know Chile and Argentina go yeah, way down there. but yeah. both their capitals are pretty far north. Huh. See, so, yeah, geography is kind of trippy. Very trippy. Yeah. Good. I'm one. Sure, there's more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Also the. Uh, I read a tweet on this the the atlantic end of the panama canal is west of the pacific end of the panama canal so the mouth that feeds into the atlantic is west of the pacific mouth that's because uh, panama weird. goes like this uh-huh and so it's got the it's got the pacific and the atlantic right on top and right underneath right yeah and so the atlantic's like here and the pacific's like right here that's
1: so weird yeah let's look at that yeah Michael, tell me what you know about currency. <laughs> uh, this isn't multiple things, really. It's basically just... It's money. Money.
0: Yeah, yeah currency. Uh, legal tender. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's... What does money do for you, Michael? It's mostly insignificant pieces of metal and paper that have some kind of value that we've given to it.
1: Ding. That's exactly what it is. Yeah.
0: Uh... And then currencies have rates that equate them to other currencies in the world. Got things get more complicated. Yeah. Yep. Um, My favorite currency. (laughs) Yeah. What's your favorite currency? Uh, Well, there's different schools of thought here. Mm. I think that uh, obviously the dollar, like the green bill is pretty iconic. I love the Argentine peso because it's super inflated and I can walk around with like 10,000 or something in my pocket. Mm -hmm. feels pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, their one peso coin is really pretty, by the way, as well. Huh. It's got like a little silver middle with a gold rim around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think like the first I used to have a coin collection when I was little, and I had a like a five franc old French franc piece. Oh, very nice. Yeah,
1: I actually didn't go into any of the coin collectors, like the uh, monetary collectors. Yeah, just kind of focusing on more of the. You weren't a state quarter usage. collector. No, you but i had got some. I've, I think I've got some uh, silver dollars. What not? I think with like two dollar bill, Eisenhower on it or something. A two, yeah, two dollar bill. Yeah. Well, so yeah, things started as a barter and trade system. Yes, right. So you are trading goods and services for items, right? So you'd have mm. well, a lot of the main things people would trade Pelts. would be would be tools and weapons, an axe, or I'll trade you a bow or something. Uh huh. And obviously, that's get it's kind of difficult to. Compare because how do you supposed to like chop up and only pay with like half of a bow for a chicken hmm. or half of a, a... You get multiple chickens. Multiple chickens, yeah. But I don't want multiple chickens. I don't want to have to... I just want one chicken. You shoot the guy with a bow and take <laughs> his chicken. <laughs> one, one thing you could do. So, yeah, obviously the system was not perfect. A um, lot of shortfalls. You couldn't like save for a big purchase. You know, like right. You couldn't be like, oh, I'm. Gonna, I really need something bigger. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, in comes the monetary system. Yes. So yeah, currency stores value. the The collective whole of the society assigns it value, gives it meaning, gives it gives it inherent value, and yeah, it's otherwise meaningless. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe you could say that gold has inherent value. Gold and silver, like it's hard to get. You'd have to, you know, has yes. other uses, all that stuff. So yeah, uh, you can understand the price of goods. You can trade those goods for services, um, and you, as I said, you can save for a larger purchase. Monetary system. So the first currencies, China, seven seventy BC, they made small replica weapons. So these would be like representations of an axe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they started with like sharp edges on them, and then they were like, I don't want to carry around this like sharpie small. Axe. Yeah. I'd, so they started rounding it out. Yeah. And then eventually they just dropped off the handle, and then there goes the coin. Uh-huh. So now all of a sudden you just got these coins, and that's the beginning of coins. In 600 BC, there was a country called Lydia, and King <laughs> Alietz <laughs> minted the first official coin. <laughs> uh, it was made of electrum, which is a mixture of silver and gold, and then they were stamped. That's a,
0: that's a badass. Yeah.
1: Mineral name. Or, right? or
0: Or compound name. Right. What's that? Uh,
1: Unobtainium. Yeah. Yeah, Electrum. Made out of Electrum. Um, and then they were stamped to denote denominations. So I don't know how high they went. They were like 20, 100, whatever. They mm-hmm. just had different denominations. Um, then Lydia was conquered by the Persian army. No more Lydia.
0: And all those coins probably melted down. Just
1: Yeah, melted down for the silver and gold. So yeah, it still has some value. Yeah. Um, paper currencies began in China also around 700 BC and then by the time Marco Polo got there checked things out they had pretty much figured out the entire system Oh wow! they had paper currency different denominations the emperor had like his name on all of them all this different stuff um, on China's money they had instead of like where we would have in God we trust mm-hmm. they had those who counterfeit will be decapitated <laughs> uh, and in fact the U.S. actually had that on their currency in the very beginning, uh, because in Europe coins were still used up until the 16th century, and then um, as like the world became more uh, globalized, yeah, they'd have different colonies in different places. You'd have to like, all right, you got to move all this gold onto a boat. It's just, and then all of a sudden they would like run out of the gold, but they still have to get paid. So they came up with just, why don't we just make this paper? Give this to almost like an I, IOU. Mm-hmm. And then uh that's kind of where the paper currency started coming from. Nice. Um, so yeah, back then they, they would have on there like they were super it was super easy to counterfeit because it was just a piece of paper with like some writing on it. Yeah. So then they had to put on the currency we'll kill you. Yeah. Well, current yeah, if you counterfeit, that means death. Yeah. Uh and then where it was on the currency got changed with in God We Trust. Ah. Kind of interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sorry, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> in God we trust. Not, yeah. <laughs> not we're going to chop your head off.
1: Uh, so yeah, so from this then started to happen like currency wars, right? So different countries started buying other people's countries' currencies mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a way to affect the value of it. So say they wanted to make it so that uh, nobody wanted to trade with your country, your small shit country, and we're a big country, got a lot of wealth. We're just going to buy up all your money make your make your services like really expensive, so nobody will trade with you.
0: what are they buying? Am I giving you my money for your money? so then you have my money, and as I grow stronger your that money becomes more valuable
1: well if, <laughs> it, well sovereignty okay the u k defines sovereignty UK, people define sovereignty as like the ability to, <laughs> to print your own money right like if okay. you that create your own system if you can't do that, then you're beholden to somebody else yes, kind of why like the u s dollar it's like the most powerful thing we have because everyone has to use it. Like, And if you're going to prop up the dollar, then we're always going to be number one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so in, in that way, if we could devalue your currency, we sort of force you to like yeah. trade with us and work under our rules. Right. That kind of thing. Um, so that's still going on today. China's still manipulating their their own currency to keep their own prices low. So people want to trade with them. China. Right? China. Um so yeah, those kind of came out of it. So let's talk about some weird currencies. I, can't believe I just did that.
0: <laughs> Stupid fucking voice. <laughs> All right, let's talk um, about some currencies. There were some <clears throat> wooden
1: bills. People used to use wooden bills, mm. like out of like um, pieces of tree, like okay. make them and then carve them into it. Use
0: that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just gonna do that. Yeah. So you're giving people bark. <laughs> go a Whole Foods and drop a bunch of bark on the counter. You can
1: put yourself into the yeah. into it.
0: No, it's as good as cash. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: an IOU. Um, there was a green bill. So these would be bills that would only be used to buy certain goods. Yeah. So, um, they would be kind of like, I, I thought I saw a picture of them. Though. I thought they kind of looked like something you'd get at like a fiddle sticks or like a, you ever it's have a fiddlesticks? fiddle sticks? Fiddle sticks is like a, <laughs> always was a funny name, but it's like a place where you'd go drive go-karts and uh, okay. play video games and
0: like a, like a celebration station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we had.
1: That's what you had celebration. Yeah, bumper, boats, yeah, b- oh, putt, bumper boats. Yeah. Oh, bumper boats
0: arcade yeah we so, had that and we had a. Uh, oh what's the other one called funko land i think <laughs> <Funco>. <laughs> yeah funopolis or something sounds great i want to yeah. go
1: to a fun, funko lab yeah what's wait funko land i funko think land? I yeah. wanna go land yeah i want to go to that oh man i would totally bumper pods right now would be so much fun go ram people yeah. get people wet oh, it's fun
0: <laughs> um
1: bit. yeah these so this currency kind of looks like something you'd get at one of these places the 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 border has like little peel off um corners where it's similar to like if you put up in the, on the wall like guitar lessons and then at the bottom perforated gotcha. edge you'd tear yeah, yeah, these yeah. things off. So you'd tear off this perforation, hand it in, and you'd get a shirt. Hand in the next thing, it'd be like good for pants. I don't know why people decided okay. to do this. It's
0: just this so is had, a weird like currency you basically that was basically a coupon book.
1: It was basically a coupon book. Okay. Yeah. You have like a closed coupon book. I don't know if they had like Uh, grocery coupon book. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, one weird thing, there used to be edible currencies. So salt was used as currency for a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, they would actually pay Roman soldiers in salt. So people would have these huge slabs of salt and then they'd go up and they'd lick it to make sure it was real. (laughs) Uh, and be like, oh yeah, that's good salt. And then they would like carve off little bits of the the bigger chunk and take that. Seems to me like a very precarious type of currency to be carrying around.
0: Hey, it rains, you're fucked.
1: If it rains, you're done. <laughs> if you drop it in a cup of water, you just want to
0: eat it. Some people, people lick it. The test. I guess. It.
1: I'm. I didn't really get here, but I'm assuming people just using it for like seasoning meat. I mean, what what else would a Roman well, soldier need?
0: I mean, salt was used, I guess, to store to store meat, right? Right. So that's to keep it. Not right. Just to season it for flavor, but like to yeah. season it. In, cure yeah, it
1: right yeah. like you keep it
0: um, I don't who freaking knows man. I don't know
1: um, actually the that's why in Latin the word salary comes from one of the words salarium
0: mm-hmm. interesting S-A-L of course
1: there was also this thing in Burma of these poisonous seeds that people would
0: use Okay.
1: and up until Burma became more open became Myanmar how did people
0: test if they were real
1: that's a good question <laughs> I tried to look more into it but I didn't find too much I guess you don't lick
0: those to see if they are yeah, legit yeah, don't. or not
1: you just kind of take people's word for it. Okay. Um, they had reopened their economy and kind of came back into the world. There were I think, lots of years of civil war going on in <laughs> Myanmar and Burma. And uh, so when people would come over there with like money, they would only want like perfect, good money. So if you like took your $20 bill and put a crease in it, they'd be like, no, I don't want the crease. Uh-huh. I want crisp dollars. And be like, no, this is just as good. And they're like, no, we've seen some, t- we've seen the perils of tattered cash. That's right. We want clean money. Um, in Hungary, they had to issue a 100 million billion pango. It's worth about 20
0: cents. 100 million billion? <laughs> yeah.
1: That's one of their currencies. Inflation got... They they just print, printed so much money. I don't know what 100
0: million billion is.
1: Exactly. It's like how many stars are in the universe. It's worth 20 cents. <laughs>
0: 100 million billion. Yeah. B- Why not just chop off the last 12 zeros there and just start over? And just
1: start over? Yeah. I
0: don't know. I mean, there must be a there, there economic must be s- reason to it, but
1: right, <clears throat> people are being like, "Well, we're going to take over everyone. Come turn in your hundred, hundred, every hundred million. We're going to give you a new thing." I don't know. Yeah, I guess when you just start comparing Apple, just to make the dollars easier, right? Right, like, or just to make the, the accounts counts easier. Yeah, that's what I would think.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, anyway.
1: yeah. Um, in Zaire, when it was overthrown in 1997, a new government needed a new currency. So instead of like coming up with and designing their new currency, because I think they were like kind of strapped for cash, uh, literally, uh, they just used the old currency and just stamped out the the old ruler's face. So it's just oh. a circle in the center of their their dollars, just like a black spot. Black spot, yeah. You like they just put a big stack down, have some machine just come. Just so did it Would I have to, to go it?
0: to the bank and get all my currency that I had stamped?
1: I don't. I don't know the logistics. I'm assuming if yeah. you had it, maybe you co- maybe turn it in and we'll give you a new one
0: circulated out. Can I interject here? Something. Uh, one of my classmates at business school, he's from India Mm -hmm. and he was telling me that they have huge counterfeit problems there. Hmm. This was probably, this was two or three years ago when I was talking about this. And he Mm -hmm. was saying that, uh, the government put in this like plan to buy back. There was, there was so much like fake currency out there. They were like, you come to, you bring us your fake currency. No questions asked. We'll buy it back for X rate or whatever like that. uh, if you don't, in like six months, it's going to be worth nothing. Like we're changing the currency completely. Or like we're going to have new bills and stuff like that coming out. So he said there were lines like around city blocks to exchange currency. I think I remember seeing this.
1: Yeah. yeah. So even if it was counterfeit there, so we're going to give you 25 cents on the whatever. Yeah,
0: we'll give you whatever, 30% of what it's worth. Yeah. Huh. And actual cash.
1: Were they going to try to go, I don't even know why they would do this, but were they trying to go all digital? I don't know. I thought I, thought I remember no, I reading something about that. Yeah. Um, no, that's really interesting. Um Russia for a while <clears throat> in medieval times mm-hmm. used squirrel pelts. And squirrel. Squirrel. Squirrel pelts. And then they would make change by like chopping off the tail and the paws.
0: <laughs> no, it's a good a squirrel. <laughs>
1: squirrel. Uh, give me back one ear. One ear. They would do that.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I, I can't imagine going and having to pay like, well, how many squ- how many squirrels do you got? I'll give you a squirrel and a paw. Yeah. <laughs> well no, I need I need at least two paws. Two paws. And, and then you got to carry it around. And then I read this, but I thought it seemed counterintuitive to me. They thought that the Black Plague didn't go through Russia as badly uh-huh. because they were using squirrel pelts as currency. But I thought squirrels would carry Black Plague. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's it, this was confusing to me when I saw it. But I was interested in that yeah. idea. Huh. Um, the island nation of Palau. Yeah, made a silver a silver dollar with the Virgin Mary on it, uh-huh. and it contained a little vial of water from the grotto at Lourdes in in France. How it's like just this little vial, sliver,
0: little vial,
1: huh? That was like on the coin with the Virgin Mary engraved on it.
0: How much did that piece cost? I don't know. I, yeah, I think it might have been more a collector than collector's actually item. worth. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like the get your you know your gold silver dollar for twenty five bucks. Right, right. This thing's worth a dollar. It's you can two it for twenty-five. Bucks. Two
1: fifteen a.m. Go to bed or buy yeah, this. Right. <laughs> buy this coin. Um,
0: you get a free sack <laughs> uh,
1: The Cook Islands. This is so weird to me. The Cook Islands made a coin with a moving video clip, basically acknowledging the invention of TV, and it had a picture in the moving image on it, which is like the. Sm- There's a screen. It's like a little screen. With the the picture of the of TV Cook Islands
0: J L Baird wait wait, wait the why Cook, the Cook Islands yeah I have, I have no one no I don't know where that is but there's no way they have enough money to be making screen coins you'd have
1: to think <laughs> I know I would never understood this and why are they commemorating J L Baird I mean fantastic achievement TV but why why are you spending your time and money doing this where, where are the Cook Islands the Cook Islands I think are off the coast of Africa
0: is the Canaries that's off Spain. Let's see if we can Google faster. God. South Pacific, New Zealand. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm thinking of the Canary. Off.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: It's in it, between French Polynesia and... Yeah,
1: that's why. Oh, yeah. American I remember... American Samoa. I got to equate everything to a movie. Uh, Tom Hanks's island was off
0: near the Cook Islands. Oh, really? Yeah. Castaway?
1: Yeah, Castaway.
0: I mean, I would be so... F- Cook Islands. Cook Islands is just one island. Well... There's probably some other small ones in there. Not that I can see. It's <laughs> well, so weird. Why would they have... All right.
1: Well, also... Whatever. I, yeah, I don't know why they were, They just love TV.
0: I mean, it looks like it's just like a destination, right? That probably have a lot of money just because it's just a tourist destination. Tourist, yeah. thing. Not Still, now. I bet you there's not a TV on that island. Just go outside. <laughs> hang out. Just
1: enjoy it. Yeah. Or maybe there's nothing to do there. They just love TV that much. Maybe. So also in the similar region uh yap it's island yap (laughs) yeah yeah, it's in the solomon islands near the cook islands yeah yeah uh they used rye stones r-a-i rye stones so these rye stones are huge they can be 12 feet in diameter and weigh up to eight tons and so it's this it's this um limestone Rye stone. Yeah. I mean, it's from limestone. Okay. And uh, the value is derived from how hard it is to get these stones on the island. Uh-huh. Like a bunch of people die trying to go get these things. I think they have to go to the Cook Islands okay. to get these stones <laughs> and, and put them on a raft and bring them back. So if you have one, they think this is just amazing, which I get, actually. I mean, it's a, an achievement. Now they have this. But it's you can't move it once it's there. So they have these public ceremonies. If you're transferring ownership... In order to like, I don't know if that means they're I think it's almost more of like a, a it's a way whole to,
0: stone, it's not a coin with a stone in it, right? Correct. Okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, it's 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 the bi- it's like the largest coin you could ever uh-huh. find that would be completely immovable. But if you were on the island and you came up to me like I think for power, I'd be like, Well I own the stone. And you'd be like, Oh yeah, you own you own the stone. That makes sense. Yeah. And then <laughs> it's like if I'm changing ownership or whatever, we have the public ceremony, we all be like, All right, everybody see. I don't own the stone anymore. Paul owns the stone. Follow Paul. Stop asking me questions. Wait, so It's like a I power the thing. Stone. It's not I, just it like a richness thing. Cuz it's not like a transfer of like it's not for goods or services, but I
0: guess it's still a currency. Do they think these things have like uh, some kind of power. Not like uh, I didn't see if they thought
1: it had like magical power. I think they just they the value I read that the value was just in how hard it would have been to get it there. Okay. So it's almost like think of it and I'm going to bring this up to now in the digital currencies. Uh-huh. But um think of like like with Bitcoin, people talk about how hard it is to mine a new Bitcoin. Right. So now it's like, oh, you found the cryptocurrency answer to the, you've solved the problem. Here's your Bitcoin. And everyone else can be like, oh yeah, that was a hard problem to solve. Good. Yeah. That deserves a Bitcoin. It's well, so a similar it's, way. Like you did something so hard. You, you, oh, 12 men died getting this <laughs> thing back here. Yeah. We'll we'll give you some value for that. Here's some, you know, milk and food. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bitcoin. Bitcoin is so hard to mine cuz nobody knows what the hell of Bitcoin is. How's Bitcoin? We'll get yeah. to this in
1: a second. But, okay. But yeah, I'm talking about one last weird currency okay. that happened in the US. Uh-huh. Uh in the drug market. Do you hear the Tide, the detergent, Tide bottles became worth $5 for cash and $10 worth of weed or crack. For a Tide Empty, bottle? Empty
0: like with with detergent in it?
1: I tried to get clarification uh-huh. if it meant with the detergent in it but i think it's just
0: the bottle can you tell me why
1: so <laughs> okay so there's multiple things and i tried to find like one exact reason why tied why why not something else okay what i saw was if you go into a convenience store and you want to steal the cash that's armed robbery okay that has a real that has a high um you're gonna spend some time in jail for that armed mm-hmm. robbery right
0: well, not if you're not on Theft.
1: Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, but... <laughs> okay. Okay, but you have to go up to the counter yeah. to get the money. Yeah. And that means you'd have to have, like, a gatekeeper there that would be like, no, get out of here. Now, that gatekeeper probably paid not a lot. Yeah. But, like, he's 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 brought into the situation more because you're at the counter, you're asking for yes. the money, you're pointing a gun in his face, versus guy going into the store, taking five Tide bottles, and just walking out the door, and the guy behind the counter can just be like, hey, Whatever. I don't care about Tide. Okay. No gun involved. I'm not going to stop you. It's just Tide. I'm not taking money.
0: But people want that Tide?
1: But people want the Tide so they can go buy drugs on the street with it.
0: But why is the Tide worth drugs? Somewhere,
1: <laughs> and I didn't find out who was like the creator of this. I've got a New
0: York Magazine article pulled up that's that I'll we'll read what, later. That's okay.
1: what it is. That's, right. where, that's where all the details are yeah. that I'm <clears throat> regurgitating. Yes. But yeah, so it's it's... I think a a bottle of Tide costs like 20 bucks. Okay. Okay. So it had some value in almost the resale market. All right. So you could go steal a bottle of Tide with the detergent in it. Uh Uh-huh. At other convenience stores in the neighborhoods, there's like a run on Tide. So a lot of stores would would get all their Tide stolen. And then people coming to buy like actual detergent would need to, you know, they want Tide. Yeah. Tide supposedly of all market share is the most market share of all detergents. So it wouldn't just be that the store would say we're not buying any more Tide because the demand for Tide is still there. Right. So this is where it gets a little bit more like creative in Mm. the sense that why Tide? Why not like gum? Why not? You know? Yeah. Um. So the appetite for Tide is going to be the same. The store managers don't make that much money on Tide. Mm -hmm. If they sell a twenty-dollar bottle, they only make two bucks. So they're like, I don't really care about this. Okay. Uh, as it's not like driving my bottom line. Yeah. But um, you know, say you. A lot of these stores, I think you'd read, would we got like ten or $15,000 worth of Tide stolen from them every month. Jeez. So then there was like a run on Tide. So they ended up like, all right, you stole some Tide. I'll buy you some Tide from you for five bucks mm. and I'll make now 15 on the Tide bottle that I bought from you on the, on the resale market. Yeah. So now I'm making more money. Gotcha. So the store owner is kind of involved in this. The cops are trying to run them down and being like, you got to stop this Tide thing. But it's just Tide. Right, like I can't arrest you for having tide, so it's this whole new thing. It's like, yeah, it, interesting. It, yeah, it was a, it was a very creative way to get around some some laws. And also, mm-hmm. if you got arrested for stealing tide, petty it, theft, it, petty theft. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't go to jail for as long. So kind of smart from these drug drug users and dealers to kind of push things. It's got to be a bitch carrying around tide. Tide's heavy. People. Yeah. Pull, I, I was in that article that people pull up to the store. And like just fill up their car with like hundred bottles of Tide. It's only like five hundred bucks on the street. Yeah, maybe maybe a thousand dollars worth of weed. Weird. Huh. Um. Anyways, so let's move on to some digital currencies. Okay. So we'll talk about some of the cryptocurrencies, and we're only going to focus on Bitcoin. All right. There are a ton of cryptocurrencies now. Anybody can go out and make your own cryptocurrency. You fork, fork your chain. Yeah. Create your own thing. That's Tell me Steven what you Seagal. know. Going. Steven
0: Seagal made. His own currency. That's right. And Bitcoin 2Gin. Now,
1: now I think he's being <laughs> investigated by the SEC. People that buy this coin go straight to his pocket. It's such it's such a sham, but yet it's also so Bitcoin genius. 2 gen.
0: <laughs> Steven Seagal making yeah. his own, own
1: digital crypto. All right. So because this is telling Me What You Know, we're not going to go very deep on this. Okay. But generally, yeah. Bitcoin was created as a way to have a shared ledger, public ledger that everybody could see. A blockchain. The blockchain. There's no uh, central bank that is managing all this money and you know adjusting and, and fixing markets and so that you can have people you, you, the idea is that you'll never have a run on you'll never have a, a banking crisis the way we did in 2008. right? Uh, none of that will ever happen because all the transactions are public. So you have these miners who are basically running the computers that sort of create the platform. And they, they monitor the transactions. They they add to the blockchain your transaction. Michael, you've paid Tom uh, a half of Bitcoin. Yes. We're putting that in the ledger. Hey, every other person out there uh, running, mining Bitcoin, we're all going to agree that this, this transaction has been put in the ledger. Here's the crypto code that Michael has shared and now has with these wallets and Mm-hmm. This verifies that the transaction happened. Yada yada yada. We are not going to get too far into it. Yeah. But this is where things are going. I I like the idea of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is now approaching ten thousand dollars again. It got as high it's like as nine
0: seven right now.
1: Yeah. Got as high as
0: almost twenty thousand.
1: Um. A few years ago. Do you believe, Michael? What? Do, how high do you think Bitcoin
0: will climb? I'm not smart enough to have any idea. I mean. I don't know enough about it. Like you see, I, I see so people that are, are Bitcoin enthusiasts mm-hmm. are so convinced that it's going to skyrocket again. Mm-hmm. I don't see, I haven't, I don't follow it. I don't see anybody stating the other, like it's just going to do, it's going to be oscillating and volatile forever type thing. Right. I don't know. You had people like that, that guy, John McAfee said he'd yep. eat his wiener if it wasn't $500,000 by this year. I think it's coming up. Yeah. I think it was I think he's supposed to have eaten his wiener by now. I think so um that guy's kind of a crazy person though yeah. so uh
1: but he is a mensa member
0: <laughs> no, exactly now i'm just chomping at the bit to get in that thing <laughs> um <clears throat> no i don't know i have like uh i have like 150 bucks in bitcoin just because
1: well if it goes to five hundred thousand, the way john Mac yeah i have some money it could i mean who knows what's going to happen in the financial crisis like who knows what's gonna happen in this coronavirus stuff yeah if it creates a bigger financial crisis i don't know maybe you could see the the price of i I think you could easily see the price of bitcoin doubling going back to that twenty thousand dollar number i definitely
0: think it's something that uh is worth understanding because if you just like if i just look at it i'm like i you know i don't know enough about any of that crap that like it can't be the like the future because nobody knows what it is that kind of thing, right? You know right. What I mean? But I I uh, I'm I'm very annoyed and irritated by Bitcoin people. Yeah, they're well, the worst. It is sort of a cult. They are the worst. Yeah. Um, well, no. To you're, that, you're an well, idiot if you don't agree with everything they say. Well, no, but like to that point,
1: do you think it's kind of funny? Like the the first people that started using coins or money had at some point somebody had to be explained what it is. Be like no no no. no. Like, how about I give you this? And yeah, they're like, no, I don't no, want but that. But that's crap. way.
0: Oh, I am gonna give you this. I am gonna give you this rock for your uh, orange. It's like okay, cool. I could use that rock. It's like oh hey, uh, I am gonna put your name in this ledger here <laughs> that doesn't really exist, but kind of exists.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it show it would show up on your phone right away. Yeah, and like you'd go to a store and be like, I got these. It doesn't coins. show up on
0: your phone right away though.
1: Yeah, in the early iterations of this idea. It doesn't. Yeah. Or at least with Bitcoin. Yeah, it, t- it could take like well, and days. And you saw
0: like with whatever bank, clear. whatever wallet that was that just completely collapsed early on. Mm-hmm. People lost so much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a friend who bought in super early and went from like he bought in at like 5 mm-hmm. 5 bucks or something. Yeah. And it went all the way up to like 15,000. Like he had like 15,000 in it and he just couldn't get it out. That's crazy. Yeah. The wild, yeah. I don't know what happened.
1: Yeah, well, then there was, was that it, Mount, uh, Gox, Mount was one, Gox. That yeah. was one that. Well, anytime that's going to happen, it's going to just create uncertainty in the market, right? Yeah, and it's going to drive down the value. Yeah. So who wants to hold something that? It's like it's like why the U.S. dollar is so valuable. People, it's not going to go anywhere. I don't want to own some other country's currency whose no, sure whose government's going to fold in two months. Yeah, what's what what good is that going to do me? Yeah, yeah. The interesting about thing about Bitcoin is that you can't shut it down, so a government can't come in and just be like. I mean, I guess a government could come in and like outlaw it, but it's still a black market currency. It's still kind of as the same way as Tide.
0: Yeah, but they can put sanctions on it because I think it's having like real world effects in terms of like server causing. That is true. Like the the power that's being that needs to be generated to run these servers to mine for bitcoins is creating so much. Yeah. Like pollution, I guess.
1: Yeah. No. It's it's it it draws a lot of power. Yeah. Um, that is an interesting aspect of it. Other, other coins don't need as much power, but like, because it's the first one and because it's so widely known, I think, I think of Bitcoin almost like gold, like gold to me on its own. is not very useful, but it's a store of value that I know will be.
0: Yeah. But yeah, like forever, the, the carbon footprint of mining Bitcoins is like worse than, yeah. I can't, bad. I don't know the the rankings, but it's bad. Apparently. It's bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, could could see something there. Yeah. One last little f- fact and then we're and then we're going to close it out. Uh there's 36.8 trillion dollars of physical currency in the world.
0: Third say it again.
1: 36.8 trillion of okay. physical currency out in the world. If you add in accounts and digital That's pieces currencies, of currency. correct.
0: That's not total dollar. If you value.
1: were going to put all the money in the world in one room, it would add up to Thirty-six point eight trillion. That's the that's the estimate. Okay. You never, I guess, fully know.
0: How much in debt are we? <laughs> oh,
1: <like> twenty trillion? <laughs> yeah. Is it twenty trillion? I don't know. No, it's so a lot. much. Money. No, I don't think it's twenty. It's in the. Well, when we start talking about oh, we're gonna have a three trillion dollar stimulus. That kind of puts it into perspective, right? Um, if you include physical plus accounts, so like money gets multiplied because people, are, you know. It's stored in your house. Not You've got value liquid. stored there. It's not liquid. It's not with you. If you add that money, it's ninety point four trillion. Okay. That, but I don't think that's not including all assets. That makes sense. Okay. So like, like my IP. Right. So like future. <laughs> yeah. The IQ, the IP we have in this show.
0: IP is where most of my this show is worth a million. My bucks net, easy. my net worth is mostly in my IP. It's Not <laughs> liquid at all. Doesn't help me pay rent. It's all
1: your future earnings.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. You got a lot of good ideas up here. I just haven't put them to paper yet. And haven't made paper off of them yet. So.
1: <laughs> well, we can go down a whole nother rabbit hole with the banking system, which you kind of did a little bit in stocks in season one.
0: Yeah, I thought that episode was really bad. <laughs>
1: hey. It's out there now. It's out there it's so now. good.
0: Go go tell me how bad it is. How dare you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that's currency. I as you, as you brought up the certain questions, I should have dug a little bit more about like the um collectors. Mm. Maybe I'll do a little starter next episode. I always say that uh, I'm not going to do it.
0: I, like I wonder how much it would cost to have the entire state quarters collection because it's actually just hmm. whatever point five twenty five cents of yeah. all of these.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's collectors putting their added value on things.
0: It's actually worth twelve fifty. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll give you, I'll plus give you ten bucks plus for the it. map.
0: <laughs> Fifteen dollars. will call it. This a is geo. the shipping. Yeah, yeah, that's great. They, they probably sell that thing for like forty bucks.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, more than that. Probably 100. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you get the gold
1: quarter with it as well, I think. Yeah. And like Alex Trebek's signature on it. <laughs> I don't know why he's, you yeah. know, he
0: just. I think it was Ken Jennings.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's currencies. Excellent. Good yeah. shit. Great.
0: That's it for this week's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed it. You can follow us on Instagram at TMWIK underscore podcast and on Twitter at TMWIK pod. Have a great weekend and we'll see all you beautiful people for a new episode next Friday.